Are you worried about navigating Irish roads during your vacation? I've got all the driving in Ireland tips you're going to need to get you safely to your destinations. Thank you so much for joining me again on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. My name is Jody Halstead, and I am the publisher of Ireland Family Vacations, where you will find exceptional advice for your Ireland vacation, as well as some magical itineraries and Ireland itinerary customizations to help you plan the perfect vacation for your group. So today I am going to be talking about something that I get a lot of questions about, and that is driving in Ireland. It's one of the things that people worry about the most when they're planning an Ireland self-drive vacation. And I like to say that the first time I visited, I was probably a little too stupid to realize that I should have been nervous about it. So it, you know, I didn't have any issues. Um, you know, you make mistakes and you get used to it, but it's not as difficult as your mind makes it out to be when you're worrying about it. So we're going to go through some driving in Ireland tips today that will help you get safely from one spot to the next when you are driving in Ireland. Now, before I begin, I want to let you know that this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast is presented by irishcarrentals.com. I am excited to be partnering with them to offer unbeatable quotes for your car rental in Ireland. And if you use code IFV for Ireland Family Vacations, you can save an extra 10%. All right, so let's dig in to why you should drive in Ireland and the tips to get you around safely. So first things first, why should you drive in Ireland? Well, you want to drive in Ireland to get to the places that tour buses, trains, regular transportation like buses and, and larger vehicles just can't go. You want to drive around Ireland to get to the spots that most tours miss. You want to get to the places that aren't crowded with tourists. You want to get to the places that are going to really make memories where you feel like maybe you've discovered something that nobody else has seen. When you drive in Ireland, you get to do all of that. You get to stop as, you know, kind of as your will dictates. You can follow the road less traveled. If you see a brown sign that says round tower in the distance and you realize that it's a, a to, you know, a two rutted gravel-ish road, you don't have to worry about, can I go down it? If you're driving yourself, you can go almost anywhere you want. So let's do a few quick tips first. Now, the first step for driving in Ireland is, of course, to rent a car. So I have an article titled, Everything You Need to Know About Car Rental in Ireland. It is linked in the show notes on the website. So if you are just getting around to thinking about renting a car, or if you've already rented a car but want to make sure that you haven't missed anything, I highly recommend this article. It goes through every single step of car rental, including the tricky insurance. 
So again, that is linked in the show notes. I'm not going to go really deeply into it. If you have any questions, let me know. Now, on to a few quick driving tips. Now, obviously, you know that when you're driving in Ireland, you're driving on the left side of the road. For most of the of the world, that is the wrong side of the road unless you're, you know, unless you live in the British Isles or come from a former British territory. Um, you're driving on the right. So you drive on the left side of the road, but the driver's seat is on the right-hand side. So just like when you're driving at home, the driver sits at the center of the road. So it makes it a little easier if you think about it that way. It doesn't feel that much different other than the fact that you're going a different way. But it's actually really easy to get used to. You just have to think about it you know, for the first little bit, and then it becomes almost second nature, I promise. The next thing you need to know is that most rental vehicles are a manual transmission, um, also called a stick shift. So if you are not proficient at driving a manual transmission, be sure to request an automatic. You'll pay a little bit more, but it's really worth it for your peace of mind. You, you don't want to burn out a clutch driving in Ireland, that would be an expensive mistake and you wouldn't be comfortable. So if you cannot drive a manual transmission, be sure to get an automatic. And then the third quick tip is that speed in the Republic of Ireland is measured by kilometers per hour. Now, if you have plans to go into Northern Ireland, they do miles per hour. So it's just something to keep in mind. It doesn't alter a whole lot of things, but it is kind of funny when you cross over into Northern Ireland and see that speed limits are in miles per hour and not the kilometers that you've gotten used to. All right, next, driving tips for navigation. So Ireland has five main road designations, and these will tell you what the speed is going to be and also kind of what road, what kind of road you can expect. It's not foolproof by any means, but, so Ireland has motorways, national primary roads, national secondary roads, regional roads, and local roads. And then a sixth designation is unclassified. <laughs> so I have a complete article on these road designations. I'm just going to lead you through just a couple that, that really will matter. So, your motorways are just like your highways. So they're nice, they're wide, they're modern, and they move fast. The thing to remember with a motorway is that the slow lane is the left lane. So just stay to a comfortable speed, stay left, all right? Now your national primary roads are the next fastest road, I guess is the best way to say it, because the speeds in Ireland, the speed limits in Ireland are designated by the road type and not the condition of the road. So you can be on a road that feels like it's a single lane wide that has no markings on it. It can be a national primary road and the speed limit can be 80 kilometers an hour, which seems way too fast for that. So just know that the speed limits are determined by the status of the road and not by the condition of the road. So you can be on some national primary roads, they're beautiful and wide and new, and you can be on some national primary roads in more rural areas of the country that feel kind of like a blacktop road in the middle of nowhere. So 
just be aware of that. And again, I do have a link in the show notes that goes through a little more detail of all of these roads if you want to dig into those. It also goes into the signage of the roads and what you can look for to determine what kind of road you're on. So there is some extra inf information there if you want to dig into it. Now, the next thing to know is that it is almost impossible to become truly lost in Ireland. The, the great thing about Ireland is that all the roads just really seem to interconnect. So in my humble opinion, you don't need to rent a GPS from your car rental facility when you rent your car. It's just not necessary. You won't use it as much as you think you might. So don't bother with the GPS. That said, I do use two things when I'm in Ireland and I'm navigating my routes. The first is the Collins Handy Map. I love it. It's a small handheld map. It doesn't require any complicated folding and it's laminated. So it's really, really easy to use. You can use a dry erase marker on it and kind of map out your route for the next day. And it, it's really, it's my favorite, favorite map of Ireland. And then the second thing I use is a portable Wi-Fi unit from Wi-Fi Candy. Now, the reason I like these portable Wi-Fi units is that number one, it keeps me connected. So I know that I can do basically about anything that I need to, if I need to check email or if I need to send a message to somebody, I, I'm connected. Pretty much anywhere in Ireland, these are a great little unit. There are a few places that you may not have service, but they're, they're pretty remote. So the second reason I like this portable Wi-Fi unit is because I can then use the navigation system that's already on my mobile phone. So I don't have to learn how to use a GPS system because I'll be honest, I've tried to use a GPS system in Ireland once and it was just a fiasco. Um, it wasn't updated, so <laughs> I was trying to get to Doolin in County Clare and it was trying to direct me to a record store that was called Doolin Records that was in Killarney. So it was, it was absolutely awful. So I'm not a big fan of GPS units anyway. So those are a couple of ways to get around and navigate in Ireland. But in all honesty, I, I just kind of look at my map and I know that I need to go southeast and I just kind of point my car that way and drive. And I know that if I pass some, you know, a certain point, if I see a sign and, and I know that I've gone past where I wanted to go or that's really not the, the area I was shooting for, then I stop, I dig out my map, I figure out where I am and I go from there. So. Next, six driving tips to navigate Irish roads safely. So these are actually really simple, really common sense tips, but they're going to get you across Ireland really without worry. These are easy to use tips that are going to make you feel maybe a little more confident about driving. So tip number one, don't drive faster than you are comfortable driving. <laughs> I know that that seems like such a simple tip, but a lot of the accidents in Ireland happen because people are going faster than maybe they should on roads that they that they just don't know. If you if you don't know a road, you don't know where the turns are, you don't know where the dips are, you don't know where the farms are, where a tractor might come out. And these are all really, really important things when you're driving in Ireland. So you want to make sure you're driving a comfortable speed. 
you want to make sure that you're in complete control of the car and that you can stop at a moment's notice. So don't worry about slowing down other traffic. Don't worry about people getting upset with you. Just drive at a speed that is comfortable for you and for the road conditions. Tip number two, if you encounter a vehicle and the road is too narrow for you to both pass safely, then the smaller vehicle has to back up to a wider spot in the road. Now, this happens mostly in the more rural areas of Ireland, but it does happen, especially if you could encounter a tractor or a large lorry, a small semi type of, type of situation. It's easier for a small vehicle to back up. This is also another reason why you want to make sure you're driving at a comfortable speed because you can come around a corner and there's a really big vehicle there that you're not getting around. So you'll notice as you're driving that there are some wide spots in the road. Some roads even have kind of a place almost carved out on the side, especially for this. The smallest vehicle backs up and lets the largest vehicle through. It's just um, kind of common sense and just the polite thing to do. So remember that if you cannot pass safely, stop, get as far to the side as you can. If still they can't get past you, you're backing up. Okay. Number three, if you notice that you're driving and a line of vehicles has kind of collected behind you, then go ahead, find that wide spot in the road, pull off and let those cars pass. It's most likely that these are people who live in the area. They know the road. They know where the farms are. They know where they're going to find maybe a farmer moving his cattle for milking or where a tractor might pop out. They know all the curves, all the bends and all the dips. So go ahead, pull to the side, let them pass and then go back out and drive at a speed that you are comfortable with. So again, back to that first tip. Tip number four, use your turn signals in the roundabout. So roundabouts are another thing that kind of make people a little nervous about driving in Ireland. They're not that difficult if you stop and think about them like a clock. So you're going to go around the clock and exit at the time or the exit that you need. So the thing really to remember about a roundabout is that they flow. They don't, unless they have stoplights, people don't stop at a roundabout. So you need to, you know, you need to work yourself in where you can. And then when you're going to exit, use your turn signal to let other people know that you're exiting. And then that allows people who need to get into the roundabout to get in safely. So roundabouts are, they really are that simple, although there are some very large ones, especially around Dublin, Galway, Cork, that may have two or three lanes. And the main thing to remember with those is that the outer lane is the exit lane. So if you start at one, you know, at, let's say you're coming in on you know, exit number one, we'll call it, and you need to get off at exit number three, you want to come in, you want to go in a lane, so that the cars that need to exit can go out and that you're not getting in the way of the cars that want to come in and then you'll get back over and exit at your lane. I know that sounds really tricky and probably a little nail bitingly tense, I guess, 
So I do have a really great article on what lane to use in the roundabout. It's written by an insurance company in Ireland, and it goes through really every scenario that you're going to find when using a roundabout in Ireland. So I highly recommend that if roundabouts are making you a little nervous, click over to the show notes and take a look at that article. You'll feel a lot better after reading it. Tip number five. Watch for stopped cars. <laughs> now, when you go into smaller towns, especially kind of the, the towns that maybe are blink and you'll miss them, they have a pub or they have a couple of pubs, or they're a small town and it's a market day, they're going to be really busy. There's going to be cars parked, believe it or not, in the driving, in the driving areas. You're going to have to go around them. And if you're not paying attention, you might not realize that those cars are actually stopped. In fact, as you pass them, you'll probably notice that a lot of them are missing their passenger side um, side mirrors. And that's because they've been clipped off by cars passing too close by. <laughs> so do be aware of stopped cars in villages. You'll even find this along along some country roads if if people have stopped to take pictures or if you have farmers who are out uh, checking their fields. So just be aware that not all cars that are sitting on the road are moving. And then the last tip for driving safely. Always be on the lookout for cyclists, walkers, and sheep in the road. Especially when you get into the Connemara area, um, Donegal, Counties Clare and Cary and Cork, all of these are really great places for people to get out and hike or cycle. So you want to be aware that there, there could be a cyclist, a walker, or a sheep on the road around any corner. And this again goes back to tip number one. Don't drive faster than you're comfortable and be in control of your vehicle at all times. So I hope that these tips have helped you to maybe feel a little better about driving in Ireland. But if you do have any questions, I am always available to answer them. Just uh, pop over to the show notes and leave me a comment. I always answer those. Or feel free to email me, jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com, and I will respond to your questions there as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please leave a five-star review for me at iTunes, Stitcher, Google, or your favorite podcast host. It really does help other people to find my podcast when they're planning their own Ireland vacation. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, Slanga Fall. <laughs>